Hi, this is Nathan. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the pod. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting episode of the Wadfam Chalkpod. We need teaser audio, so maybe that's it. This maybe week. that's it. It's my first note. Is <laughs> like, do we ASMR? need to put teaser audio in still? I don't How does know. This work? I mean, in this era of Odyssey, there's a lot of teasers, and I love yep. them. Welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo, And we are back again this week talking about episode 264, Making the Grade. Yeah, this episode. Pretty good. I, it, I, mm, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it, it's an episode that first aired April 16th of 1994, which was two weeks after the episode we covered last week. Mm-hmm. It is once again written and directed by Paul McCusker. Mm-hmm. It was track three on album 20, A Journey of Choices. Yeah, this uh, Paul McCusker's hand shows. Paul McCusker, is he the one that, no, Phil Lawler made 321 Penguins? Yes. Okay. Was Paul McCusker involved in VeggieTales? No. This feels like a very VeggieTales episode to mm, me. It does kind of feel VeggieTales-y. That's fair. I mean, it's probably just because the moral is just kind of like, open right. up your mouth. Right. <laughs> it, right. It is It is an episode with a very, like, it's a very clean episode. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just like, here is the point we are trying to make. It mm-hmm. is, it, it feels, I think it feels like child's television a bit because it also doesn't feel overly Christian. No, no. Like, they not, obviously yeah. make some points lightly like about yes kind of right yeah exactly it feels like an you know Arthur an episode, episode of like a kids tv show and i liked it and um, i liked it i mean i like watching kids tv as it is you know what this is this is an episode of arthur that's what i was saying <laughs> it feels very much like an episode of arthur um yeah you 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 remove like the one time having talk. fun isn't hard when you put effort into being in school because it will help you in life <laughs> amen um were the, you ever like that as a kid what like you just didn't care about school no not really yeah me neither i i felt too much pressure, pressure. <laughs> to be good yep that like yeah well, and you're no. and you're like a naturally pretty smart person, so like yeah. it wasn't like it. I think took I, I like... think I faked it better. Like I think I acted smarter than I was for a long time. Well, but like we all. especially <laughs> like especially some of in, us like, still do. <laughs> especially when you're like pre college and stuff. Like being smart is so much more like an attitude. Yeah, <laughs> like there are obviously degrees, but you can also like like I. Going from, like, middle-level classes to high-level classes is just being like, oh, yes, I would like to work more. Mm-hmm. No, essentially. Well, 
And for me, it was like the thing that made me feel like a smart person was because I was just passively interested in stuff that people thought of as smart. I was like, oh, he's so smart. I'm like, nah, I just kind of like art, dude. Like, I don't know. I didn't think of it really as school. And like the stuff that I was into, I wasn't into it because it was school. Right, right, right. Anyway, this episode. Yeah, so uh, cast-wise, um, the beginning skit with the Destructo agent, that agent is voiced by Marshall Younger, um, longtime voice and producer and whatnot on Odyssey. So that just makes sense. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Gabriel uh, Encarnacion as Lawrence Hodges, um, who is always the voice of Lawrence. Yep. Um, but also, uh, we talked about him previously when we talked about Chains Part 2, because he was Steve, who is a member of the Brothers. Chains Part 2, This is Novacom. Yeah, Novacom. This is the gang in Connellsville yes. that Tony is a yes. part of. All of the gang members were child voice actors in Odyssey. That had just grown up. Right. And Lawrence Hodges was one of them. Did yeah. we talk about this when we covered was, the episode? The, well, it wasn't. Lawrence, the character, wasn't one of the brothers, No, I know. But, but did we talk about the fact that that was Yeah, the I think so. Actor? Okay. Uh, we also, oh, um, Maureen Hodges, mm-hmm. uh, Lawrence's mom, Do you have a, was voiced by Janet Waldo. Do you okay. have a guess at who else she voices in the show? In Odyssey? Yeah. Uh, as soon as I say it, you're going to be like, don't, don't, don't cheat. No, I don't. I'm not going to check. I'm just trying to see the name, if I can recognize it. No. Is that cheating? That I think that <laughs> is. I, I was just saying the name is Janet Waldo. I already said. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, it's fine if you don't. No, I don't. No clue. It's Joanne. Oh my god! Right? <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! I was like, as soon as I say this, Andrew would be like, "Oh yes, of course." Sorry for taking the Lord's name in vain and whatnot, but wow. <laughs> yep. Hit me upside the head with that one. Um, we also have John Nisbet voicing paramedic Steve Isaacs. The jerk paramedic. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only credit John Nisbet has on uh, Adventures in Odyssey. He has one. Yeah, he has three credits on IMDb, <laughs> and one of them is being a bartender in the Jackie Chan movie The Protector. Huh. So maybe they just thought he was too mean. Like they were like, Nah, bro, you're yeah. way too into assaulting this child. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, Verbally, not physically. Yeah. And we also have A.J. James as Mrs. Henderson, the guidance counselor. Uh, yeah. Our other favorite character of this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, you see why I'm like, this episode? Meh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, meh. I I liked it. It has good moments, but it also... Um, yeah, <laughs> I have issues. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. The other thing that is... Super interesting, and mm-hmm. we will track as we go through this episode, I'm sure, is this episode was recorded after Hal Smith's passing. Mm-hmm. Both George's and um, Maureen, so mm. Jimmy's dad, Lawrence's mom, those parts were, for the most part, intended for wit and were rewritten. So, wow, okay. So it would have a lot, all of the conversations mm-hmm. about discipline mm-hmm. would not have been coming from their parents, but would have been coming from like Lawrence and Jimmy sitting at the soda fountain at wit's end. That makes 
in a lot of sense and yeah. is also I'm kind of glad that they gave the parents the opportunity I, to be good parents. This this is exactly it for me. Is yeah. once you see hear that, you can see some of the instances in which you're like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense because mm-hmm. like Lawrence feels like he's in like his connection to the rest of the story is so tenuous. Yeah. That it then makes more sense when you're like, oh, they were supposed to be like hanging out at Wit's Wit's end, end, having these conversations together with Wit. Yeah. And instead they're like having it with their they own have, parents. They have one conversation together, essentially. Uh, I think they have two. Yeah, one in the but beginning like, and one later. But right, it's really, it's really weak connections. Yeah. All right. Let's roll the promo. Yeah. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey, Lawrence and Jimmy think they can choose whatever they want in life, but do they have a lot to learn? It's a day of surprises for Jimmy Barkley when he suddenly discovers that your grades today will affect your choices for tomorrow. Can Lawrence learn this important lesson before it's too late? Find out next time on Adventures in Odyssey. Wow, that was delightful. I loved that so much. Your choices today will affect your choices tomorrow. <laughs> Interestingly, this album is called A Journey of Choices. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh good Ooh, promo. I love great the music. Promo. I mean, coming off of um Rydell saga, <laughs> where it's just like, wow, I get it. It's advertising and it's all the same. <laughs> and now yeah. we get this. I mean, this is like a dance track. I know, like, I want to understand do they compose new music for every one of these? Do they just have like a bank of like royalty free music that they're pulling from? Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to understand. So the episode starts with Lawrence fighting, you know, destructors. It's something real rather. fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he makes he's, a, it's his fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He makes. Yeah, but I like the way that Odyssey brings it to life. Oh my gosh, yeah, it's so, so fun. good. Well, it's classic that era of Odyssey where right. it's like we can make children's imaginations sound so real that it makes kids excited for that. It, I like that part of it. Yeah, no, fully, and like the fact that they do such a nice transition from like his room getting busted into by Destructos to it being, like, his, his mom, mom. Yeah, it's super Calvin and, and Hobbes. Like, yeah, yeah, it oh, is. Good call. Yeah. And, like, him taking this invisible invisibility potion, which yeah. he flavored with cinnamon, then, which, which is just, is like, really of funny. all the flavors, you chose Vanilla. cinnamon? Yeah, and in your fantasy world, I mean, maybe he's just, like, really into hot tamales or something like that. But, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, and so his Lawrence invisibility Hodges. is him hiding in his closet. <laughs> Notorious cinnamon addict. <laughs> yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, yeah, then his, his mom comes in and pulls him out of the closet and is like, you know, you can't go to Jimmy's party until you finish yeah. your homework. And this is once again where you're like, oh, this episode was rewritten late in the game. Mm-hmm. Because we then cut to... Jimmy's, Jimmy's party, party, which is like them celebrating George's like getting a job. It's him having the eating the chocolate cake mm-hmm. and then being and I don't know. I it doesn't make no, any no, no, sense no, yeah, that yeah. Lawrence would be there. Yeah, yeah. Like no. there's that little scene where where Mary's like, "Yeah, it's Lawrence like can't make it." Pr- like bridal shower. It, 
<laughs> it's, it's, not shower. Bride, bridal shower. it's not a baby shower it's not either a baby shower, like, yeah. the thing is it's just their family mm-hmm. and they're having cake so i guess that makes it a party but like lawrence i don't understand why lawrence was invited lawrence and jimmy are super close friends and i guess this is a big deal but i it's yeah. very loose <laughs> it just right it just feels like oh this was a rewrite <laughs> this was yeah this was a last second p- pivot so this, yeah, so the, the, the dinner here is uh, George has been accepted into seminary. Yep. Has a part-time job at the church. Yep. Uh, Mary great, great news. is pregnant. pregnant. Congratulations, I mean, yeah. party. Yep. Jimmy makes a toast. Yeah. Um, Which George finishes by saying, just like kind of throwing in a, and thanks God too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I. Okay, now is now is we won't we don't have to get into it, but now is when I want to introduce my least favorite motif of this episode. Which oh, is just I think making we have fun of pregnant one. women. Yes. <laughs> oh my word! The aha. Paul McCusker, a man <laughs> roasts women for being pregnant because no. you know women. <laughs> They'd be pregnant. They you know, women and then they just eat all the craziest stuff. Isn't that hilarious? Like I don't know, man. I've been around a lot of pregnant women and also I get it that not everybody's the same. I think you could do more with that. I mean, I've seen so many shows do pregnant jokes better. Right. Than that. <laughs> this is the thing. It's a first draft joke. Yeah. It's not funny. And it also like it's just hearing it offensive now, now. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I was. I was not. I was not thrilled with this. And, and, the just thing, the and whole, they just keep doing it. They just milk I know. it like the cow. I know. And, oh it comes God. up like three or four times this episode, and it's just the whole family and they just trashing <laughs> Mary. <laughs> take good scenes and then they'll throw a joke about her being pregnant at the end of it and it just ruins it i know it is it is uh, by far and away the worst part of this episode yet there are still parts of this episode i will not like and we will talk about them oh yeah yeah we will i mean no and the thing is we as much as there is to say i don't think it's bad right i think that in my head this is like a solid 75 percent you know, like if the best Odyssey, if a hundred percent is a perfect episode, not a single wasted. Yeah, moment. no, it's a seventy-five, maybe even an eighty. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I like it. That's kind of where it ends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how I, much. There, you... there are some real good moments and scenes. The broad strokes are not bad. There's also pregnancy jokes. Yeah, and. Verbally abusive paramedics. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we get this the party scene with Mary wanting to eat all of all of the things and it's like, aha, she wants to put pickles on her cake and then there's a scene later where there's um ca- caramel corn and, and mashed potatoes or something like that. Yeah, just, but I, I don't even want to address any of the combinations. Just know that they're bad. Yeah. It's a weak joke yeah. and it bugs me. Yeah. And it, now we can stop talking about yep, it, baby. Yep, we're done. We're done talking about it. <laughs> I think the point's been made. Um, we're just not going to acknowledge it again. Mm-hmm. So. Just denial. So, yeah. But the problem is that's, like, how they transition. <laughs> I, I know. I know. 
know. We then jump to Jimmy sitting outside at mm-hmm. night. Yep. Um, Star gazing. Sure. Thinking about life. And then his dad walks up and is like, so, son, what are you thinking about? Yeah. And he's thinking about the fact that career day is tomorrow, and he mm-hmm. doesn't know what to do with his life. And I'm like, boy, is that relatable. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, like, I knew that career day was coming up, but I figured it was just, like, an aptitude test or something. Then mm-hmm. I found out, like, yesterday or today, like, we're really supposed to, like, come in with something we want to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe, like, paramedic, but I also, but also that thing of just, like, not wanting to put words to it, because then immediately you're inviting everyone else's judgment, and also you don't have that strong convictions, because you are in middle school? Yeah, is he in middle school or high school? Do they Maybe, maybe he's a freshman? I don't know. I was thinking he's either in seventh or ninth grade, I feel like. I mean, I suppose eighth could be there, but, you know. Yeah, um, can... The big question of can Donna drive? Dr- no, she can't. We just established that. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that was in the visit. No, that was last episode. Last yeah. episode, we established that she cannot drive, that she was yeah. looking to get that car. So she's 15 or 16, which makes her a sophomore or junior. Which means Jimmy's, Jimmy's got to be middle school, yeah. right? I yeah, mean, maybe maybe grade. he's a freshman. No, I think but I'm I, thinking eighth grade yeah. is the oldest. That's, that's kind of Which, what again, is insane that this guy would verbally accost an eighth grader <laughs> yeah but like also i don't know but also career, like, like you have had to, to do yeah. so much stupid career stuff in eighth grade yeah like this doesn't seem that ridiculous and i never had to do that because you were homeschooled yeah 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 no i just felt uh very most ill-equipped. of our listeners yeah <laughs> i just felt very ill-equipped i really all of my job stuff was just actually working jobs and right. then figuring it out so yeah i guess that's better but i still wasted half a or well no a whole semester so yeah whatever you know i don't know that i was any better equipped for college no yeah yeah, just that that thing of like, especially I feel like eighth grade was a big thing because it was like, well, you've got to select your courses for high school, yeah. and for some reason, your high school courses should be like your in life the goals? direction <laughs> that you want your life to go, which yeah. is just like, no, just take stuff that's interesting and fun. Yeah, it's high school. Yeah, that's but what like, it's for. and that's what the counselor says here, and that's basically what I got as well. And so like, yeah, it does it does feel like, yeah, I'll give Jimmy eighth grade. Um. Although, no, I totally, I, I was, yeah, in high school, it was very much that, where you have to take courses to take courses, you know, if that makes sense. Like, I took Algebra 2 so I could take Pre-Calc because I didn't want to take that in, um, you know, college without having taken it in high school before because somebody told me that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I took a lot of smart courses for similar reasons but also just like a the like for like core subjects and stuff it was a very easy like these are the steps forward yeah for electives and stuff it was like find something that relates to what you want to do with your life and i was like okay i am an eighth grader i guess i'm taking an engineering course freshman year that seems like the right thing to do yep and like i had a really good time in that eight hours a day (laughs) Anyway, they... That's a whole other can of worms. What, you, you think school takes too much time? Mm, yeah, I mean, it did for me. Granted, now it might not take up enough time. Funny how my brain works, you know? 
But Andrew, if you had more school, you wouldn't be able to do this podcast. That is true. If have I... you ever done anything more fulfilling in your life than this podcast? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I had some really, really, really good pasta in Italy. <laughs> like we went to a wine tasting and it was really good bro <laughs> that was a lot of fulfillment there um so so yeah uh he right his his whole thing his whole motivation behind the paramedic thing is just like he wants to help yeah he wants to help people which is really cool and it makes a lot of sense considering what we know about his dad mm-hmm Really cool. I really like that. The family dynamic. Obviously, we've talked about the Barkley family dynamic before, but it's so good this episode. Yeah. Then we jump to a scene, well, it's a scene between Jimmy Joe. and Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. And this is where... What? What is... Lawrence what? wants to work for the NSA or the FBI. Yeah, Lawrence... No, 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 no. So, Lawrence just shows up after the party's That's... over. Yeah, or it might be the next day. No, 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 because no, George is still there. Okay. So he Mr. just shows Barkley. up there like after dark. Yeah. Just randomly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's right. It's the, you can tell this episode was rewritten late in the game. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to keep saying that, but it is. It does come through. No, I, well, and I didn't realize that until you told me that yeah i mean i didn't realize it when i was listening to the episode i read about it afterwards yeah oh boy <laughs> yeah my notes are making a lot more sense and so yeah uh um, yeah he wants to be an nsa agent which i was like oh man you should spend more time with wit yeah or an fbi agent or a double agent for both yeah <laughs> which i thought was funny how um, do you feel about lawrence as a character because i don't think we've talked about him much He's not compelling. No. But he's kind of fun to have around. Yeah, he was he is, fun. He feels like he is Jimmy's younger cousin yep. who he's obligated to hang out with, and yet they are not related. No, they're not just even, friends. Yeah, they're just friends. I guess he is he is the like the the precursor to what we get with um with like Jared yeah or even he's even like kind of like cow the cow alex relationship in which they are cousins and cow is a nut job but you get why they hang out together because they're yeah. cousins yeah feels like what this should be my thought was that they were like neighbors because like growing oh, up my maybe? best friend yeah, yeah, was yeah. like four or five years older than me and we were just right. best friends because we live close to each other yeah you're right and yeah lawrence is definitely younger than jimmy Mm -hmm. They make that pretty clear in this episode when Jimmy offers to tutor him. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's a weird relationship. Very and, weird. Yeah. Um. Let me skip my thoughts. Yeah. So this is they have that conversation, and then we get um, Jimmy be like going to the career counselor. Right? Isn't that the next scene? Oh, well, there, there's there's one last part of this scene that I want to hit on because I think it's fun and also kind of touching in a, in, a, in a way I wasn't it's expecting. It's a very good George Barkley episode, oh, I will say. Oh, this isn't even George. This is Lawrence. Oh. Where Jimmy says, like, um, do you, 
Lawrence is Jimmy says to Lawrence that he wants to be a paramedic and Jimmy and Lawrence is like oh yeah cool and and Jimmy's like you don't know what a paramedic is do you yeah <laughs> and Lawrence is like no but if that's what you want to be I'm all for it yeah and I was like dude that's so cute I want everyone to have that attitude that's awesome go for it <laughs> you know how much less conflict we would have if people could just respond like that if parents did that to their kids if they were like wow I made you, and you want to do that? Okay. <laughs> Are you hurting Especially yourself? When, right. Especially Are you hurting when... other people? Go with my blessing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's great. And so, yeah, then we, right, then we jump to the scene with the counselor. Yeah, yeah, which, okay, I actually had to learn a ton about school counseling. And for one of my counseling classes, it's very interesting. So it's the only of like the counseling professions. It's the only one that doesn't require a master's. There's no real benefit to being certified as a school. Like there's no uh, like LBC or whatever. Gotcha. Um, Equivalent. And uh, it really shows here because it's pretty (laughs) much pretty much just her being like, so what are you going to do with your life? Hmm. Right. What do you well, want to do with your life? The thing, the well, thing we're just is... going to go over your, your 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 grades in front of you and traumatize you. And then we're going to ask you what you right. want to do with your life. The thing with school counselors that is just, I don't know, is weird and like having gone through the school system, like, yeah, I, I get to I get know. to experience it. But like the it is they are like they're a college advisor. Yeah. But they also are like emotional support yes and in some instances are responsible for discipline yeah yeah no because they're essentially school counselors function as like social workers within the school so school counselors often function uh to like to coordinate um family needs with school needs so school lunches things like that um right school breakfasts if they're yeah. below the poverty line all that good stuff like when I, when I was in middle school the counselors were like d- the people who you got disciplined from you didn't the, get disciplined from the principal or anything? not at not at uh not in middle school not in middle at school. high school yeah. assistant principals handle disciplinary yeah. stuff yeah but, like, it was a weird thing where it's like, counselors, it's like, hey, this is who you go to if you're having emotional issues. And also who you go to if you're going to get beat up. Like, yeah, that's um probably a complicated relationship and explains a lot of the burnout right in that profession <laughs> that I learned about. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 yeah. God bless anybody who's a school counselor. You are doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. Unless you're this school counselor, in which then case. Then you are doing... Quite possibly the opposite of the Lord's work. It's just You're scaring like, children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's not as scary as the paramedic. Um, no, but, no. But yeah. So, so Jimmy's like, yeah, yeah. I want to be a paramedic, and the counselor's like, okay, cool. Let me put that into a computer, and I'll match it, cross-reference it with all your grades, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, degrade you because of it. Yeah, basically. Um, she, well, the thing is, like, you, you. Look at everything you're bad at and then just be better at it so you can do the thing that you want to do. Right. Well, and also <laughs> and also this element of, like, you're going to, like, we want you to choose your future courses mm-hmm. so that they, like, align with this career path. And yeah. I'm like, 
boy oh boy do i hate that in middle school yeah that is the way college works i don't want that to be the way high school works no no high school should be not that at all honestly i it's so frustrating or senior year with the exception of senior year i think senior year you're allowed to or like junior year sit them down scare them straight and be like hey man this is what you've done so far great awesome what do you want to do? Do you want to get internships? Do you want to do other things? Like, I know that that's probably how they do things, but it's the whole culture of just prepping you to college and everything like that. Yeah. It's just... It is. Yeah. It's it's a tough cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. They, and I feel like America is pretty lax, too, like, comparatively to other cultures. Right. Yeah. Like, a lot of places, especially in Europe, like you get into that career track when you're like 15 or 16. Yeah, yeah. Or even like, I mean, I think of like, you know, culturally the pressures from certain, you know, ethnic groups to be certain roles. Oh, where sure. it's like, you know, you're Indian, you've got to be a doctor, whatever. Like, that. I don't know. I've heard a lot of Indian people say that that's actually how it is. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, it, it's tough. It's really, really tough. Yeah. The the counselor then is like, oh, yeah, if you're if you want to be a paramedic, then you get to go on this field trip with us to the fire station, because in our county, like the fire station and the like paramedics work out at the same place. And I was like, why? Why did they script need this specific detail? Yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I don't know. I mean, I guess they had to establish some home base for the paramedics. And some... And, like, that is normal. Yeah, but why Pretty wouldn't normal. it just be at a hospital? I I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's weird. Um, and then the counselor <laughs> goes on to be like, yeah, you'll meet with, you know, whatever his name is. Scary Man. Yeah, um, Scary Man McScare You. <laughs> yeah. And the, the fact that just, like, and you can argue that like maybe she's got a computer in front of her with yeah. all with all this information and as soon as she said he said paramedic she pulled this up but there's also this weird thing where i'm like does mrs henderson just know the name steve isaacs like offhand she's just like oh yeah it's a small town you'll be going to talk to steve isaacs and also there are a million kids at the odyssey middle school who are interested in being paramedics they'll go with you yes yes uh, or, or firefighters we which already is why, have why we why wouldn't it just be in a hospital? There's so many more professions you can talk to. I'm sure there are more kids that want to be in the medical profession than want to be firefighters. Yeah, I mean, linking... But the the first responder thing of, like, linking paramedics, paramedics and firefighters, firefighters is makes pretty typical. Like, yeah. that's not, like, yeah. weird Odyssey writing specific. No. It's just no. weird that they specifically address it. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's fine. Um, or maybe there's a... Uh, there's some... There's some tea there that we don't know about. Some headcanon stuff. Maybe a flirtationship. Oh, you mean the, <laughs> this, the paramedics? This, Mrs. Henderson and Steve Isaacs are having an affair? Yeah. I mean, that's presuming they're married. Her name is Mrs. Henderson. Could just be a term of respect. <laughs> <laughs> and could. Do you expect that from Adventures in Odyssey? No, and I wouldn't respect her much if she was having an affair. So maybe she, she should be called Miss either way. <laughs> um all right <laughs> so so yeah they they then we then jump to 
Lawrence watching television rather than doing his science homework and his mom just being like, you need to do your homework. And he's like, I don't want to do my homework. Right. <laughs> and that's, yeah. And that's it's, just it. <laughs> I know. It's so, yeah. This episode is is. is he thinks science is a, is a waste of time. And then I just, I don't get it. Maybe in the 90s, there was a big conservative, like, you know, movement amongst the conservative culture that math and science weren't cool. But I always felt like growing up that math and science was the, the subjects that all the cool kids liked. And all the nerds either didn't care about school at all or they liked, um, like, history and reading. Which I, I loved history and reading. <laughs> I think that there is a general perception especially that is displayed in media mm-hmm. of math and science don't make sense and are boring yeah and Where, we just have computers that do all this anyway so why would right we? well yeah and i think that's even the more modern version of it but like i feel like that stigma i mean that's why like stem mm-hmm. is such like a big thing yeah that it gets pushed is because like they're trying to overcome this stigma that like those are like yeah i don't know those are less desirable or interesting things to do and it's just kind of boring busy work and all of that stuff that goes that goes with it well if if that was a thing it certainly worked for me because i have so much respect for science (laughs) and math there you go math is the thing that i wish i could do that i can't and science is the thing that if i work really 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 hard at i can do it nice yep um so and counseling's just what I do for fun. <laughs> <laughs> we then get a nice musical transition that I I don't know. I like the music. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's this whole episode. Yeah. Dynamite. <laughs> Love me some John Campbell. Um we then have uh we have a scene of Jimmy in his room uh mm-hmm. with a doll practicing mouth to mouth and CPR Not. when Lawrence shows up. Yep. And I don't know. They just have an exchange. Yeah, yeah. The, it's it's basically they're just complaining about how much they hate school and they think it's a waste of time because Lawrence yep. doesn't want to do his homework because he hates math and science and Jimmy uh, doesn't like math and science. Math <laughs> is math and science is science. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, uh, okay. Yep. Then we jump to the fire station with Steve Isaacs. Talking to children and uh, he's basically introduces himself by saying if you're here just to have fun and help people and ride around in an ambulance go home yep and i'm like whoa uh-huh these, these are, are middle school children yeah Par- you do not have to go to school for that long to be a paramedic <laughs> yeah it is yeah I, I do that find it a- interesting that it's paramedics too who are like of the <laughs> medical professionals like the least like it's the lowest bar to entry yeah it's a two i mean that's a two-year degree it's the same thing as uh you can get your lpn um and then yeah you can be an rn with two two years it's the only thing but they're even getting rid of that like they're getting rid of um rns being only two years and they're making it so it's mandatory four years so point is paramedics little school don't make sense (laughs) yeah so, so yeah, Jimmy is then, um, they give, they, like, he gets his results are, like, the results are, like, given to him. Yeah. 
or like he's meeting one on one with Steve Isaacs and yeah. Mrs. It goes Henderson from like General Assembly yep. to like weirdly like one on one file like call me into your office kind right. of style thing for yep. uh va- like what do they call them field trips. Yeah. I wanted to call it school vacations, <laughs> which is what they are. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> that's not the word. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Maybe it's a better word. Yeah. If you're a teacher, adopt that. Um, I'll tell my sister. <laughs> no more field trips. School vacations. That's the most homeschool thing I've ever said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, but it's not the most homeschool thing you've ever done. That's true. That would be starting an Adventures in Odyssey podcast in the year 2018. Yeah. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Here we so, are. Here we are. <laughs> so the uh, yeah the paramedic then like gets Jimmy's results. Yeah. And then they and, just... and he's like, okay, you're like bad at math and science. You gotta fix that, buddy. Also, well, Jimmy's like, super awkward about it because he's like, "Well, I just wanted to, you know, help." This people. is just like a recent thing. This is a recent thing, and then, yeah, the, the Steve guy. Isaacs is like, "You're, you're, you're. Look, you're bad at math and science. That's important." And Jimmy's like, "Well, is it really?" And he's like, "Look, I'm just going to scare you by quizzing you, yeah, rapid fire." And I'm like, with questions that. He makes it sound like he was taught and he forgot. Right. Why the heck would he be taught that? Right. Like, <laughs> it, it starts out with just, like, basic math and then becomes, like... What's hypertension? Know. And I'm like, right. whoa, I barely yeah. know the difference between hypotension and hypertension. <laughs> yeah. It's just, right, it's, it's, it's obnoxious. He is, like, bullying this child in a way I don't like. Yep. And he's, it's very clear, he's just, like, trying to prove a point. Yeah, no, it's just, like, he basically says, your fault. And then Jimmy's like, aw, man, it's my fault. But the whole point is that this is a child, and this is not how you communicate with children. Right, and, like, Jimmy... It's not effectively. Like, right, he's like, let me level with you, like, you're gonna have to do a lot to Mm -hmm. get to a point where you can do this. And I'm like, okay. you could be a paramedic. That's not... That's not, like, the worst take. Yeah. Of, like, yeah. You have to care like, about school to do Right, you, you, like, you should start caring about school. Like, there's a nice way of being, like, look, man, like, science will, like, benefit you. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's some real-life application that maybe you were never given in the past. Yeah. Instead, this man bombards Jimmy, makes him feel like an idiot yeah. and a child. Like, yeah, he's an eighth grader. No, 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 I'm saying, but, like, Jimmy then, like, talks about, to his dad in the scene that we'll get to, about, like, how much he just felt like an inadequate little kid. Yeah. And no, I'm that's like, what they it, do. I mean, yeah. and they, and to the show's credit, they do a very good job of, like, giving uh, Jimmy a voice for his feelings. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Yes. I like that Agreed. a lot. And and then having good parent discussions about uh-huh. it. Like, that part, great. Once again, like, kind of glad Wit wasn't around for this one. Yeah, exactly. And then we just get... Yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 it's very frustrating in kind of how it manufactures this sort of, like, well, we've reached the crux of this episode, so just, you know, kind of open up your hearts and 
take this really, really tough love-centered uh, moral that we're just going to shove yeah. down your throat. Right, and it, and it was also like, I did, like, I am a math and science-y person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I couldn't answer, even, like, the questions that were just math were being thrown at you too fast to do that answer in your head. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, you know, a proper adult. Like, it's, yeah. It was really annoying. Also, it's stuff that he could just learn during training for Mm -hmm. being a paramedic, not stuff he needs to learn from school. Like, the idea of, like, hey, you want a career Mm -hmm. in something that's, like, gonna require some knowledge... So you should put forward more effort in school mm-hmm. is a, in and of itself a good thing. Like, yeah. I like that message, but this guy is just horrible about it. Well, and the thing is, in middle school, and I was thinking about this, like, developmentally, they're at a very different stage. It's not like what he's choosing to do is just basically throw away his life, play video games, do nothing, you know, or do drugs or do something like that. Like... When you think of people that burn out in high school, at least for me, it's typically people that either have really toxic home environments or have incredibly self-destructive habits. Right. And, like, they just don't, like, they, right. they either have, like, like, bad mental health or they have bad home environments or they have bad coping mechanisms. This and is a kid just not taking this, school serious. Because he's a kid. He's in eighth grade. Like... Why are you expecting him to do this? And then why are you yelling at him? Right. Like, I want to I wanna know what the conversations were with all of the other kids. Exactly. I want to see They're an like, extended oh, cut of right, this episode yeah. that is just this guy ripping into <laughs> ten children in a row in different and specific ways. And every time he throws out different rapid-fire <laughs> questions... <laughs> Because the one the one kid's like, oh, I'm great at math, but like I'm bad at writing, and he's like, oh, well, you'll have to write reports. Yeah, you know how to spell, you know, what's the anesthetic? Yeah, (laughs) like (laughs) right, like anesthetic. A A N A E S T H anesthetic. Anesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! I'm smarter than an eighth grader. (laughs) But just like I, I I want I want that version of this episode. I mean, it could have been the teaser. <laughs> oh, anyways, um, so so yeah, we then jump to family dinner where Jimmy is dejected. Yeah, and, and just feels like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be able to do this. And yeah, and he's like very much like very clearly very upset about it. And the whole family's kind of yes. joking about yeah, it. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was very frustrated with the family, and then like the. It gets better, but, like, it's Jimmy, and it's also, you know, sibling ribbing and whatnot, but, like, it's Jimmy throwing out, like, oh, well, like, maybe I'll just run off with the circus and become a lion tamer, and and Donna being like, you probably have to be good at zoology. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they go back and forth for a while until Jimmy says that he'll become a politician, and Donna's like, oh, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) And you're like, so that's the joke that these children are making? (laughs) i know that was for me i was like wow and especially at the emotional crux of the series <laughs> like i'm going to run away from home paul mccusker not, yeah paul mccusker is like i know now's the time to make fun of politicians but not knowing anything but paramedics yes very intelligent i mean that's true politicians a lot of times 
there's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, oh, it's, it's lovely. It's just, it's also, it's classic, like, conservatives take a dig at politicians. Oh, uh, yeah. And then high... <laughs> Conservatives take a dig at politicians and then elect the least qualified what? president. It's been a doozy of a decade for <laughs> evangelicals. <laughs> they went from, like, the height of power being in charge of, like, a war that shouldn't have happened to, like, losing it completely and then just 2016-2020. We love it. I guess um, that's two decades. Wow, two decades. Um, so, right. So then, Jimmy leaves the table. Yeah. And, oh no, 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 no! This is before the parents basically explain it to Donna, who's older than Jimmy and still doesn't understand what's happening. And then he goes, oh, "I think he just got a cold dose of reality." And I'm like. Am I just listening to just, cheers? Like, but, what's but, happening? But, no, no, but George, just, George doesn't say that when Jimmy's in the room. No, Jimmy no, leaves no. the room. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. I was yeah. leading up to that same line. Oh, okay, Be, okay. But it, it's Jimmy leaves the room, and then George is like, yeah, Jimmy just got hit with a cold dose of reality. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, that was cold, George. Yeah, that seems awfully... Um... Be nice Succinct. to your kid who has been, like, traumatized. Yeah, yeah, he needs some help. And and then he does. Yeah. And then we get this basically Jimmy, they, delightful they, they, they have a conversation in the scene. laundry. And it's so good because the laundry machine is running in the background mm-hmm. the whole time. Ugh. That... We call it a dryer, but laundry machine works, too. Oh, wow. That, those were the words. <laughs> Man, we were talking before the podcast about how hard it is for me to <laughs> speak coherently. <laughs> And I just said laundry machine. <laughs> dryer. That was what it was. That was the machine name. It is called a dryer. <laughs> I do know this. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, it's a great scene though. Right. And now and now Right, now George is actually being, like, nice to Jimmy. And well, Jimmy... Jimmy's complaining about the dryer sheets and smelling yes. like a lady. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, growing up, we never had dryer sheets. And I always, like, was so jealous whenever I would get clothes washed at other people's houses because it would smell so nice. Because <laughs> my mom always used, like, all-natural stuff that, like was like super you know we never used like tide or anything like that or any of the you know downy stuff that you can just chuck in there and it makes it smell like cologne essentially <laughs> oh, yeah we live in a wondrous age truly so so yeah and jimmy's quote when he's you, you talked about earlier about him being able to like verbalize his emotions yeah the line they give him which is genuinely great is him saying, I felt like a kid who said he wanted to be a policeman because he wanted to drive fast with the siren on. Yeah, yeah. And that perfectly encapsulates the the emotion that you get from him earlier in the episode. Yeah, and the emotion that I would think the audience would feel. Right, and and that thing that, like, yeah, that I, right, I, I feel on his behalf during that scene. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, like, Jimmy, like, had passion about this and, like, had a reason, but also, like, wasn't confident and was a kid trying to figure things out. And this guy just basically treats him as, like, come on, you dummy. Like, mm-hmm. you're not actually cut out for this. You just, like, you know, 
Yeah, you just you're you just, not real. You're just yeah. Fake. You just wanted to drive fast with the siren on. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's great. And then George opens up and is like, "Look, like I'm not looking forward to all of my classes. You think I want to talk about eschatology, like and hermeneutics?" Like, to which I was like, "Oh, you're right." You're right. I don't want to do that either. Yeah. This is my life. <laughs> get get Drew on the episode. Yeah. He, he loves that stuff. He does. He does. But like, yeah, because I think he even says something about New Testament Greek, and I'm like, oh boy, where's Drew? Yeah. <laughs> His favorite topic. Uh, don't get him started. <laughs> so, <laughs> Please, don't. <laughs> Whatever you do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just, it's this, yeah, it's this tough thing of... He, he breaks down. So, like, right. in the moment where his kid is vulnerable, he doesn't come there and be like, oh, you see, I have the answers. Mm-hmm. He shows that he's human as well and says, hey, I don't have the answers either. And therefore, like, you're not alone and, like, you're not behind everything. Right. Because in that moment, right. Jimmy, what Jimmy's feeling is, like, everybody else is more equipped to deal with life than I am. Mm. And I'm not because of just the way that I am. Yeah. And I can't help that. Yeah. And his, what he's learning is like, nope, it makes sense because my dad wasn't like super into that. And you can totally see like, it's okay to live life one that's not fulfilled by academics or uh, a job, which is something that I learned from my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like, two, you can totally do it the other way and just be like, I you're if you're super motivated to function in in your craft and like get really good at it like you can provide a lot of benefits um like yeah I don't know it was yeah. just a really great great family moment there that yeah. I really was able to connect with yeah it's good and then and then we get yeah it, it's George saying like I like I want to be like I don't none of these things interest me i don't want to do them but i want to be the best at my job i can be yeah and that means like i'm going to persevere through this it's going to take discipline on my part yeah but like i'm gonna make it happen if that's what you want to do yeah of course right which is great and then jimmy it's a it's the right way to tell kids to grow up it's not to say they grow up and get your stuff together it's yep Grow up and just do what everybody else does. And yeah. that's just try your best. Yeah. And and the the greatness then of, of George being like, I feel like I just broke like the number one rule of parenting. One of the yeah. rules of parenting, which is like, don't tell your kids you don't like school. And Jimmy's like, well, thanks anyway. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you did. Yeah. And it's just like, I like open and honest parent conversations it's so like, good it's so yeah i love mm. it mm. yeah but those pregnancy jokes man those are yeah. tough <laughs> um and then and then uh we have uh a final scene with lawrence and his mom yep. where she threatens to sell the television if he yep. doesn't do homework yeah and he says that he'd rather be like tortured and like something about fire ants He's just extra. But I don't extra. like science, Mom. In fact, I hate science. I'd rather have splinters pushed under my toenails and South African killer bees cover my whole body than do any more science homework. Thank you that for That can be arranged. Yeah. Just, 
Uh, Joanne. Joanne does not care. It is like, it's a great. I love it. Joanne just is like, mm-mm, no, 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 you don't get to, you don't get to do this. Yeah. And then Jimmy shows up, and Lawrence is like, oh, Jimmy, tell my mom how like stupid homework is. Like, get me out of this. Like, you're the cool older kid. Like, back me up. And Jimmy's yeah. like, I Actually. was wrong. Uh, <laughs> go do your homework. I agree with her. Yeah. Um, and if you'd like, I could tutor you. Yeah, it's so good. I like and it And he a ends lot. up functioning in a helping profession, which is what his yeah. dad is doing now, getting the job at the church and everything. Oh, it's just so great. Yeah. The final, the final, like, these last two scenes of the episode, I think, are the reason I like it. Yeah. Where the stuff leading up to that, I'm like, hmm, I don't love this. But I also like that, I don't know. To some extent, the point of the episode is Jimmy is going to need to do better at school yeah. to, like, if he wants to be a paramedic, mm-hmm. which is kind of frustrating. On the other hand, like, I'm glad that that's not the emotional crux of no, the episode. No, yeah, they made it not about being a paramedic and more about just being, like, doing anything. Right. Just if you if yep. you want to do a thing... You've got to do other things, and sometimes right. you have to do things you don't like to do yes. to do the thing that you do want to do. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah I think that I, the way that they went about it, by making the parents vulnerable with the kids, it just, yeah, it makes a good dialogue that really makes up for the fact that we had a paramedic verbally assaulting a child in one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> that was really tough. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Why is he doing that? <laughs> yeah, it it is just it's a good. As I say, I feel like this is a solid eight. I think yeah. a, a seventy five was too low. I think eighty is eighty <laughs> is a good eighty is how I feel. Yeah, and we all know that I don't rate episodes. Never. <laughs> I just say like, didn't like, <laughs> love, hate, hate, hate. <laughs> modesty is the best policy. <laughs> A lot of Mori episodes. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Mori episodes. That's fair. Secret of the Writer's Ruse, anyone? <laughs> Anywho, do you have any uh, cl- any other closing thoughts? Actually, I think the good in people is the one I dislike the most. That's but... fair. That is fair. That is definitely my second least favorite. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't think I have anything else to say regarding the episode. Yeah, me neither. And, uh... Uh, do you have anything to promote? I don't have anything directly to promote. I just figured, hey, we're in a new, doing a new series again. Might be a nice time to once again remind people that if they want to um, leave us a review mm-hmm. on uh, Apple Podcasts or another place, we always appreciate that. It's cool. It you know people see it and see hey. This podcast has five stars. Maybe I should listen to it. Yeah. But also, like, I do. it makes me and Andrew feel good about it. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so if, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, uh, just leave it on Apple Podcasts. If We'll, we'll find it there mm-hmm. and read it out on the show. If you're in another country or you leave a review on a different platform, just send us an email, tweet, f- Instagram, yeah. DM, whatever, to let us know that you've left a review and where you left it Mm -hmm. and we'll go find it on that place and read it out. I just, there's, 
too many places on the internet to oh, leave yeah, reviews yeah, for, for me podcasts. to check all of them. <laughs> Especially but, podcasts. But U- U.S. and Canada ones, I will. Like, I'll check directly and we'll read them when they come out. Otherwise, just let us know. Yeah. Like, hey, I left a review on so-and-so. We just need so to add so. Spotify until they uh, incorporate leaving reviews in there because... Yeah. I mean, we do we so, do get a lot of listens on it's, Spotify. Well, it's bonkers that there isn't really any ratings. I think it's just because they're trying to do everything purely algorithmically. Yeah. But, which is yeah anyways it uh that is neither here nor <laughs> there. there so if you yeah if you'd like to uh do that we would appreciate it um if not whatever we still like you yeah it's true we, you, you can still hang it's okay yeah and uh and we will be back oh i, I assume you've got nothing to promote no no okay. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <laughs> all right All right, then we will be back in a week to talk about episode 268, Pet Peeves. Hey, bye guys. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Making the Grade was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wadfam Chalkpod. Pod.